1: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
0: It's Crystal mania brother. That's a great question. Look at you, man. That's a powerful question. Woo!
1: This is the Chris Van Bleach Show. Chris Van Bleach Show.
0: Ladies and gentlemen,
1: Chris
0: Van Here we go again for another episode of the C V V Show. Thank you for coming back each and every week, and for each and every episode. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online, and Sean Spears is no stranger to the show. We had him as a guest last June, right before he signed with AEW. It was actually it was actually three days before he officially signed with AEW that we did the interview. The day that we released the interview was coincidentally the day that he signed with AEW. I had no idea. In fact, I posted the interview, and then like an hour or two later, I'm like, Oh, look at that. Sean Spears is with Elite Wrestling now. If you haven't heard that conversation, it is such a good one. It was actually the first interview that he did after leaving WWE, and he talked about why he wasn't happy there, what made him ask for his release, even though his wife or fiance at the time was working there, why he thinks they granted him his release, and so much more. Uh, This interview picks up pretty much right after that one left off because so much has happened since then. Uh, With that said... Take a screenshot right now. Tag both me and Sean Spears. Let us know that you are on this audio adventure along with us. And thank you so much for the reviews you've been leaving on Apple Podcasts. And to answer the tweets you've been sending, yes, yes, I will keep reading one on every single episode until we get to 1,000 reviews in 2020. And the reviews can be as long or as short as you want, like this one. This one's from Car, C-A-R-R-80. And the title of this is just three of the okay emojis. You know, the okay. So three of those in a row. The review itself is just three thumbs up emojis. Just three thumbs up. That's it. And you know what? Honestly, that's all we need. It doesn't need to be some long review. Although if you'd like to do that, that's super cool. I read them all. Even the bad ones from like MJF fans. (laughs) I read all the reviews, uh, and just little ones and long ones go a long way to help the show. Hell, you know, Sean Spears even left a review on the show. Yeah, if you go back far enough, you can read the review from Sean Spears. So if Sean Spears can find the time to leave a review, you know what? So can you, okay? Either way, though, I still love you. I love you if you're listening on Stitcher or Spotify or Google Play or wherever you're listening. I could name them all, but we're on like 150 platforms. But yes, I love you all. And all of this leads to this chat now with Sean Spears, a reviewer of the Chris Van Vliet Show. So much has happened since that last uh, interview we did. And that was just eight months ago. Eight months, I guess, can seem like a long time or a short time, I guess, depending on what's going on in your life. But since then, he now has a new job. He works with AEW. He got married to Peyton Royce. He has a new house, a new dog, and a new wrestling school called Flatbacks Wrestling School in Central Florida, just outside of Orlando. And since that uh, time of our last interview, he also gave the chair shot heard round the world to Cody. And we talk about exactly what happened with that chair shot and how it was actually supposed to go. So here you go, my friend. It's the chairman of AEW, Sean Spears. We can start with the thumbs up. Right? Yeah. We don't
1: really do this. Are we doing like orange cashew style? Oh. Or just orange cashew style. Yeah. yeah.
0: For everyone listening, they're like, what's going on here right now? I love that guy. Isn't he great? He's great. Yeah. He's super over. He's definitely great. You're great. Nah, I'm old. But it's good to see you what again, you, man. No, what you, you said that in another interview. I'm old. Well,
1: I've been saying it for years. But You're, you're young old, as you're, I feel young, so that's okay. You just, look great. Just for Men is a hell of a product, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> right, guys? They should. I should be a paid... You know, Just
0: the hair or the beard, too?
1: Well, I don't have much of the hair left, buddy. That's what are you that's, talking about? That's the about? secret on this. This is a, But uh, I might have to touch up the beard every now and then. Sure, why not? Why not for that high-def defini- uh, television, you know what I mean? TNT.
0: <laughs> well, people haven't... Uh, I haven't sat next to you for an interview since before you were unsigned. You were still a free agent. Mm-hmm. That was So that was the beginning of June that we yeah. did that interview. Yeah. And, like, I posted the interview on a Tuesday, and you got hired... That day. Yes,
1: the same day. I remember you asking me very vividly, hey, are you under contract? No, I'm not. And that was God's honest truth. But then a few days later, sure enough, what are the odds?
0: Yeah, well, congratulations. Thank you very much. So much has changed. I mean, that was only seven months ago. And so much has changed for you.
1: It seems like it's been longer,
0: right? We met at – I was at a hotel in Disney World.
1: Yeah, that's right. I was
0: interviewing the stars of Toy Story 3. Which is awesome, Or 4, sorry. And I'm like, well, I'm in town. You live close-ish. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm opening up this wrestling school. I'm like, perfect.
1: This is going to be great. Let's do it. And we finally worked things out logistically. And yeah. here you are at Flatbacks School of Wrestling yeah. in Topka, Florida.
0: And I'm uh, congratulations on this. Thank you. Know, there's so many things to congratulate you on. In the last seven months, you now have a new employer, mm-hmm. a new house, mm-hmm. a new dog, mm-hmm. a wife. Yeah. And, uh, and now you have a business owner.
1: Yeah, think. Yeah, now that you put it that way. Yeah, you're very good at making like things very pot, like making people realize how good things really are. So thank you for that. Yeah, well, like, yeah, I have a lot to be thankful for.
0: Yeah, well, congratulations on everything. Thanks, man. Yeah. You too. Oh, well, thank you.
1: Like, the podcast is flying.
0: Well, you know, because of guests like I'm you. I'm Glad you
1: went that way. I'm glad you went that way. The YouTube thing was huge. Still is huge. <laughs> yeah. Now going to the podcast and the people you've. I've watched who you, you've been. You've gone from from J Lo to The Rock to yeah. Yeah, thank I you. Uh, this is not just going to be a whole session of me putting him over and him putting me over. We could. <laughs> we could do that. Uh, someone's got to do it for me, so thank you. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, no, you're you know, you're know welcome in these doors and any doors that I happen to own anytime.
0: Well, thank you. I, I saw you uh, at an AEW show in October.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it was the last time I saw you there.
0: Yeah, that was the last time I saw you. That was the last show that I was part of. Mm. And it was like, it's just cool to like, be in this environment with you especially after we had like a very long talk about how you were in such a good place after leaving a not great situation that you were in with your previous contract.
1: Yeah. It's just, I guess it was almost like a, uh, just a, a fresh, it was a chance to start over, a chance to start fresh, uh, get out of the mental rut that I was in at the time. And just with the support that I had from my wife and a few close friends, uh, the co-owner of this school, breezy, um, it was just time to kind of take a step back okay pick a pick a path and go yeah so i was really excited to do that
0: and you've gone and, and it's been good yeah
1: it, it's been good it started off really well and now it's gotten bigger and we're renewed for another 4 years and we're on a major. I got Tully Blanchard with me now. Like you know, it's just it's it's wild.
0: You but got a new nickname?
1: Yeah, I got, I got a million nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> I got a million that I'm just playing around with. But that's the thing is, like, uh, you know, I'm not on TV every week. I'm not um, I'm not an AEW dark every week. And when I'm not, I'm at my school or mm-hmm, I'm with mm-hmm. my pups or I'm with my streaming or I'm with like I have the opportunity to dip my fingers into all this other stuff because I have the time. Yeah. And then when I get to go to television or AEW, I get to wrestle. Yeah. And I get to wrestle guys that I love to wrestle. I get to wrestle the way I want to. Yeah. And it's, it's just fun.
0: Well, you were wrestling like five minutes ago. That's why you have knee pads. Yeah, yeah. Ankles. If you haven't noticed,
1: I was just teaching other <laughs> kids belly to backs today. Oh. oh, better them than me. I remember those days vividly.
0: How but how many weeks into class are we right now?
1: Uh, we're going into the third week.
0: And they're so already learning belly to backs. Yeah.
1: They'll be doing matches by the week of uh, beginning of week five. Wow! So that's how it's kind of a uh, structured. We took a we took a big page out of Lance Storm's book uh, in terms of uh, training format and things like that. That's where you know Tyler Breeze Matt came from. So uh, my wife uh, trained there as well. So I believe in his uh, his methods of training, and he's a top notch trainer, top notch man. So. Yeah, we we feel that we can get people ready to have your basic you know five six seven minute match by about week five,
0: which is amazing because the traditional drop in style of school, they say oh you know maybe nine to twelve months and you'll be trained up, mm-hmm. because you're going what you know two or three days a week or something like that. This is intensive. This is like we going go four to, days going days a to week college. Week. Yeah, so
1: we're Monday Tuesday. The only reason we don't go Wednesdays is because I have TV, <laughs> recess TV at NXT, yeah. so uh, and then we're Thursday and Friday. So. If we're not on the road or we're not wrestling, we're here. And, yeah, and that's the other thing is we're not a drop in school. Yeah. So we cap our student limit at 10, and once it's full, it's full. We've had people saying, hey, can I come in and try this? And we're like, we're sorry, we're in the middle of a training course. Yeah. So their time is very valuable. Our time is very valuable, and we want to spend as much time as possible teaching what people are paying to be taught.
0: And it's 10 students with two guys who are currently doing it, Mm Uh, the Iconics are here tonight. Yeah. You, I, can, I, I hear you know one of them really well. So. Right, I heard,
1: yeah, heard of her. Heard of her. She's kind of cute.
0: So, But the fact that you have these connections in the business, people that are working on TV every single week, this is probably one of the best places in the country to get trained.
1: That's uh, that's a big selling point for us, that you have a guy that's currently in WWE, a guy that was not WWE but is currently in AEW. The other thing is is that we're very hands-on. Like you saw, like, Oh, yeah. We're suplexing. Right now, Breeze is in there now, suplexing. Yeah, yeah. So that's the way that I literally
0: had to pull you away from the training. Right.
1: So, you know, Breeze was taught hands-on by Lance Storm. I was taught hands-on by Eric Young. And we believe that that's second-to-none training. So we don't just say, hey, come on in and let's see what you can do and go in there and bark orders. We don't do that here. Yeah. We're very hands-on. It keeps me sharp, keeps him sharp, and it gives our students the best possible opportunity to learn quicker. Um but, yeah, so far it's it's only six, seven months old, and it's been great. That's amazing. So uh, we enjoy it. We <laughs> love the up- We've always loved um, being in a position, well, at least when I was in NXT, too, I was always put in a position to help younger talent. I really enjoyed that. Uh, but I'm not done with the aspect of what I want to do yet in yeah. the ring. So this is a,
0: a fantastic substitute for that. Do you have an idea in mind of how much more you want to be in the ring?
1: Uh, I always told myself if I can make it to 20 years, I just hit 18, so if I can make it to 20 years in-ring at a top level, I could live with that. That'd that'd be pretty good.
0: Especially the fact that you're not, like you said, you're not working as much as you might have been a year ago.
1: So it's much easier on my body, it's less taxing, uh, it's less travel, um, but the opportunity now to last that extra two years probably realistically has tacked on another... Two or three, yeah. possibly, if yeah. I if I choose that. But right now things are very good. I'm in a very good position. I'm in a very uh, stable position personally, financially. Another, uh, if I can make a 20-year in-ring career, I think that would be pretty pretty cool to tell and my kids not, later on. Not
0: that many people that can say that at a high level. It's, it's yeah. been it's been pretty cool. Yeah. Was the idea for your AEW character always going to be the chairman, or did no. you know? the way that that segment went with Cody or the way that it ended that's kind of what led to that
1: that's that's sparked <coughs> it all the chair shot that was it uh as much controversy and as much backlash as it got it, it you know but then again if you look at everything now everybody's using chairs they're not necessarily hitting in the head but now everybody's swinging chairs so it kind of started something but it, it, was, it brought back something that was gone away from wrestling for so long. Well, the chair
0: shots to the back were always, I feel like those were always a thing.
1: They were few and far between. They're much more, <laughs> you know, they're much more frequent now. <laughs> um, but the chair shot to the head was what, A, put me on the map in that company. Oh, at yeah. At that time, as a monster villain, it kind of turned things from this happy-go-lucky Perfect Ten <laughs> thing to, oh, okay, wow, that's what we're getting. Yeah. Um, and that's where the chairman thing was born. So I just kind of kept it, ran with it, uh, and have yet hit someone in the head <laughs> once again. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a moniker. It's a tagline. Uh, it hangs with me for the moment in terms of what's going to happen. I might Makes swing, great t-shirts. I might swing it again soon. No Ooh. one buys heel t-shirts. No one buys my stuff. <laughs> Not anymore. They bought all the,
0: yeah, all, everything all the former stuff. Here. They bought all that. Yeah.
1: But now no, the bad guys, good bad guys don't sell merchandise.
0: Tony Khan talked about it that night. The Bucks talked about it that night. I actually interviewed the Bucks about it. The chair was gimmicked. What went wrong?
1: So I always, I always get. It's funny because if the chair was gimmicked, then nothing would have went wrong. So clearly, the chair wasn't fully gimmicked. It's always one of the like it's a steel chair. There's going to be a part of it that isn't um, doctored in any way, shape, or form, and you know that was a concern of ours throughout the evening we're just going through the chairs there was two separate ones there was one chin and there was a backup chair just in case we lost one or whatever like that they were both the exact same nothing different uh it's just one of those things where a fraction of a centimeter was off mm-hmm. either i was too far away and i want to ask even cody would say you know i leaned in too much it's like no it's it's, it's no one's really fault it was a moment in time. It's what we did. I swang for the fences. He leaned in, and it's just that one little bit caught him. Uh, I didn't know he was bleeding. It's because I had kind of had a moment with Brandy where I looked at her, yeah, and kind of had a little stare down at her, and then I looked at him to get kind of like that one more shot, and I saw the red, and I was like, Oh, so you know uh, that's not the way. In 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 terms of. Uh, Storyline mm-hmm. It came off better than it, it came off the best case scenario Sure Personally You know The guy's a Very good friend of mine I don't <laughs> want to Put ten staples in his head So But it is wrestling It uh, You know Things happen I'm pretty sure I'll be on the tail end Of a of a bad shot At some point too My, In the next two years Before <laughs> I wrap things up
0: Were you Did you Were you okay with the fact That they were putting the narrative out there That the chair was gimmicked
1: um, I thought it was premature, yeah, I thought we could have um you know I, it, if, if, if they hadn 't i would have I would have probably capitalized on a more the more situation, heat. yeah more I would have kind of taken the reins in terms of you know exactly what happened was supposed to, um, but you know in a world where you know concussions are a serious thing, that was the main concern it wasn 't the the blood or the staples, it was to make sure he was physically mentally. Okay, and he was. That was the first thing the doctors checked out. He was he was at the desk running the rest of the show, <laughs> literally a half an hour later, still head-wrapped, still oh. in his gear, still blood dripping off the back of his neck. So, I mean, but that guy's is just, he's, he's, you know, the apple doesn't fall very far from the tree on that one. He's just like his dad.
0: And you've known him for many years. Many years. What's different about Cody in this role from the Cody that you knew growing up?
1: He's just coming to... His his own. I remember when we were teaming in OVW, uh, Dusty, who I don't talk about very much because, you know, it means, you know, Dusty's Dusty to me. Uh, I remember when we were teaming up a long time ago. Dusty's like, uh, yeah, we'll put you guys together for a little bit. Cody doesn't have a lot of experience. You do. Cody's very popular here as a babyface. You're new. You're not. So it was a perfect matching. But Dusty also told me he goes, eventually you guys will split off because Cody's destined to be a single star. Mm. So that was his father's plan and you know you can say that oh every father would want that for his son they want him to be but he has literally can you picture him in a tag team yeah. being a tag team wrestler nowadays like he has literally come into his own as a singles star. Yeah. So that it's, is the difference.
0: Especially these last 3 years like ever since he left WWE everything he did on the indies I feel like really Solidified, yes, he is a star. He he thinks very
1: very well in advance. I almost admire the way he thinks. Uh, almost jealous of the way he thinks because he can think so far ahead. If you think about what happened that night at uh, I think it was Spider Fest when I hit him with the chair, mm-hmm. he set up. He did I think f- three or four different things. If I really think about it, he made a monster heel out of me. He made Darby Allen that night in the ring. He MJF came out. He kind of planted the seeds with MJF there. That was all in the span of 20 minutes. Wow, yeah. You think about what he did. He kind of set himself up, not for just the feud with me, but the feud after me. Make, meanwhile, making a young talent like Darby Allin, who people might not have been familiar with, they know him now. Yes. So he's very business-oriented, and he thinks further down the line. He's just He's coming to his own as a performer, as a thinker, as a boss, as a producer, as a writer. He's... He's, just, he's, he's the business through and through.
0: So I imagine that the last time we spoke, you, were, you would at least have conversations with AEW about you know, whether you were going to sign there or not. What was, what was the main thing that was going to make you go, yes, I'm in?
1: Uh, coming in in a, in a different role. So when I was asked, what do you want to do coming in here? I said, I just really want to be a heel. I had asked to be a heel probably about a year and a half before I left WWE.
0: I can't imagine Ty Dillinger a heel.
1: Right. Yeah. But at the same time, what I was doing as a babyface wasn't really working either. It was just kind of time to either switch. The crowds were turning on me at live events. Um, so I was like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity. So when I left a there. A
0: perfect opportunity. I see, what you, did there. Wow. I see what you did there.
1: Nice, nice. <laughs> you said it. Right. I did. But you picked up on it. I appreciate that. You don't miss a thing, do you? Not Especially in your interviews. That's why you're so good at what I listen. Do. Um, so that was the first thing. Is like, you know, if I can switch and see see what I'm capable of as a heel, that would be that would be fantastic. So uh, I was given that opportunity, and the fact that it was just something groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. I say this to many people. Like everybody always talks about the Attitude Era, like the Monday Night Wars. Well, it took another almost 20 years for something like that to come around again. So something like this that happened with AEW and WWE and now NXT and AEW and all that kind of stuff, it's not going to happen again in my in ring career. I'm not going to be a part of anything like that. Yeah. So I had a chance to get in on the ground level of something fresh. How many? What is new in wrestling anymore? Very little. Yeah. So that was very appealing to me. Uh, I wasn't promised the world. I wasn't. You know, I, I didn't ask for pushes. I didn't make any demands. It was like, look, if you want to work here, we'd love to have you, and we're, it's all on you. You're going to get out of this what you put in, and that was all I really wanted
0: did you have the heel character in mind nope because it's so different like this slow methodical walk to the ring completely different entrance music obviously
1: i'm just a big believer it's the business is evolving and i know that kind of rubs some people who have been in the business a very long time the wrong way oh it's too fast the moves are too high risk that's like everything the industry evolves so when i sit back and i go okay it is getting a little faster it is getting a lot more high risk, and a lot of heels nowadays want to be like maybe the cool heel. Mm. They want to do stuff to get kind of cheered. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take a step back. What's old can be new again. Mm. So you know what? I won't do anything flashy. I won't have crazy pyro. I won't come out and try to amp up the fans to get cheered. I don't know. I'm all business. I walk with Tully Blanchard. We care about one thing, winning, <laughs> money, all that kind of other horseman stuff. Yeah. I'll leave the fancy stuff to my opponents, let them get cheered, I get booed, and we do what needs to be done. Uh, Whether it works or not, I don't know, that just depends on the audience, but that's just the mentality. I'm a big fan of the old school, Mr. Perfect, Rick Martell, Rick Rude kind of heel guys. Mm. I just love those kind of heels. Those are the guys I grew up on.
0: What's funny is when we did our last interview, we talked about it after. I said, I don't know if I should title this Ty Dillinger. Or Sean Spears. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, you pick. It's up to you. Mm -hmm. Because you were wrestling in the indies as Sean Spears, but obviously all the WWE fans knew you as Ty Dillinger. Mm -hmm. And I posted it as Ty Dillinger and got so much backlash. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) No, no. It's just like, you know this is Sean Spears. And I'm like, yeah, I I get it. You obviously understand why I did this. Mm -hmm. And then you signed with AEW, and I quickly changed the title to Sean Spears.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the beautiful thing about our our fan base. And that's, uh, you know, a lot of people will give you slack on social media and all that kind of stuff and they say what they say but at the end of the day like wrestling fans are the fan base there's there's no one more loyal than them like the same people that ripped on you for using the wrong name are the same people that rip on me for yeah, <laughs> oh, you suck man you can't do anything or you're a job guy or da 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 da, da. but as soon as you go you call me tight and like hey man no his name like they're just they're very loyal but they're, they're, they're as part of they're a part of this as much as we are it's just you know, you always hear the same terminology. Without them, there is no us. Right. That's the truth. They'll tell you what they want. I think I said this last time. They'll, they'll tell you quick if they like something, if they don't. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if, uh, if they like
0: something and they want something, it's my job to not give it to them. You inspired a lot of people in that conversation by basically saying the 20s is when you figure out what you don't want to do. And mm. the 30s is when, you know, you you really establish yourself. I can't
1: tell you uh, how many people came up to me at Independence when I would do meet and greets and VIPs and stuff like that. And they said they listened to that, and that was the one line that stuck with them Wow. Uh, throughout that interview. Because a lot of young people, um, and it's so hard to understand this when you're in your 20s or mm. in your 30s, you panic, when, especially if you look around and other people are married with kids or they have their job and they're making money and they have the house. And you're like... What am I doing? And I cannot stress enough, like, I'm a big 100%. I I would make, I would give up the salary I'm making now to make $50,000 and be happy doing what I'm doing. Hmm. It just so happens that I found early the one thing that I love more than anything else, the one thing I've always wanted to do, and I was very fortunate and lucky enough to meet the right people and be able to do it for a living. That's, I mean, you can't ask for something better than that, but it's all about, Happiness, I cannot <laughs> preach that. If you're happy with what you're doing, it's everything else will come to you. I guarantee
0: it. How much happier would you say you are now versus one year ago?
1: <clears throat> it's night and day, and I don't mean that to dog on anybody else um, because where I was before, that machine is just going to keep moving. It's going to keep moving with or without you. It's a clear-cut case. It's continued on without Ty Dillinger, and it will continue on without anybody who John Cena left. You know what I mean? Business still rolls on. Mm-hmm. It's just the environment that I allowed myself mentally to get into while I was there. It wasn't the company. It was just I wasn't happy being where I was there. Mm. So I needed to take ownership. They can't change to work around you. You need to take ownership of your own situation. And that's the thing. A lot of people are afraid to take that first that first leap. Yeah. Like that first leap can can change everything. You just got to take that first step. But I am night and day happier uh, and, uh, and as you said earlier in this interview, everything has Yeah. Like things have gotten better and um, and I but I'll be honest with you, I was scared that I wouldn't.
0: I got to take a quick time out from this chat with Sean Spears to thank our sponsor for this episode, Bet Online and Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all things sports. And I mean, you've got March Madness, the Masters, and Major League Opening Day right around the corner. And Bet Online has you covered for all your latest news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. And the best part is when you sign up, you'll receive a fifty percent welcome bonus. I mean, you got the Wilder Fury rematch going on this Saturday night. I, I can't. Can't think of a better way to wager on the fight than doing it with actual free money. Head on over to betonline.ag, use my promo code BLUEWIRE, and you'll receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. I signed up. It's super easy to do it, and if you're already into betting, this is a great way that you can support the show. Again, the promo code is BLUEWIRE, all one word when you sign up at BetOnline.ag. Bet.ag. online. It's your online sports book expert. Really? Yeah, I was petrified
1: to leave. You get like that's all the only place I wanted to be since I was a kid. Yeah. And then you're making really good money, and your wife works there, and and you're sitting there going like, "Am I doing the right thing?" Like, you question yourself a million times. That's why it was like a six month process. I went back and forth. I didn't tell many people. My mom uh, called my sister. I didn't sh- my mom just came down to visit last week, and uh, she called my sister crying because she had read somewhere online. I didn't tell my mother that I was leaving, or that I did leave. Oh, wow. I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want any outside influence. I needed this decision to be on me and me alone. Mm. Um, even my best friends, I didn't really tell because they they might have influenced me, or and they might have said something, maybe go, oh, okay, I'll stick around. So I wanted this to be strictly on me. Uh, But I tell her, I should have, because she called my sister. What is he doing? Is he okay? Did did they fire him again?
0: Fire him again. So I was like,
1: no, no, I'm I'm good. uh, It was my call. Everything's okay. They were good about it. They were fantastic about it. And everything's okay. So, uh, yeah, man. Happiness. Chase some damn happiness. And everything will... (laughs) Fall into place, I promise.
0: You must You must have felt good, though, when you... I mean, you had a ton of indie bookings and a lot of autograph signings.
1: June and July was
0: insane. Like, as soon as you were available to do stuff, you were booked up like crazy.
1: So that's a testament to how wonderful wrestling is right now. Like, yeah. I can't... Like, people are making a living. That's why, like I tell these kids that we have here, there is no better time right now to get into wrestling, because you can work everywhere. Mm. And then a lot of times, you're like, well, how do I get bookings? Or A lot of people that are watching this right now that are in the industry and they want more bookings, how do I get bookings? Here's how. There's social media. DM 100 promotions in a 700-mile radius. Make the damn drives. You'll get 100 no's. Then then you DM 100 more, and you might get one yes. All you need is one yes. That's Mm -hmm. it. To get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. That's it. We live in a very... Social media based world where everything's accessible. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of ways to promote yourself.
0: Do it. And when you were coming up with the business, what was it? Was sending an email? With it was a
1: map quest.
0: <laughs> it was an email. And it was like, uh,
1: hey, man, your buddy knows a guy who has a promotion. Can I come with you to the show? Like, my trainer took me to every show he went to. I wasn't booked on them. He would go to the show. He norm- This is Eric Young? Yeah. He would, of course, be in the main event most of the time. Yeah. He'd say, hey, I got a I got a student here. Can he get on the show? He'll work, you know, second match or opening match and, you know, lose to whoever you want. He just needs experience.
0: I remember watching you in one of your final farewell matches in Ontario. And the, you were a heel and you were working as Sean Spears and the crowd was chanting Britney at you because ah. of Britney Spears. <laughs> right. I'll never forget that. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I used to get. there was a couple of good uh, – even OVW, they used to they used to chant Britney at me too. They used to say like uh, Sean Spears Men. They used to say a lot of <laughs> I don't know if you can, but uh, it's funny. Sure. You like uh, but they would make signs and stuff like that. It's just they they come up with the but that's gold to me. And like if you're giving me material that I can play with, like last night wrestling in Cleveland uh, for AW Dark and rest of the best friends and Orange Cassidy's out there and the crowd's still chanting ten and they're chanting we want hugs and then, you know so I'll jump down I'll hug Tully and like you're just you know that's the beautiful thing about professional wrestling is that it's live audience they'll give you something and if you're quick enough or you have the experience to play with it like that's what makes an entertaining show like and that's the beautiful thing about having the experience to be able to kind of capitalize on that and hopefully try and conduct it into a way that benefits everybody and everybody leaves in a good mood like that's that's wrestling. I get to go to the back and go, "Oh my god, I'm sore, but man, they had a blast out there. The crowd had a blast. They took a leap going dude, that was fun. We ripped on him and he left, you know, with his tail tucked between his legs. What a damn good time. That's that's wrestling, baby. Are
0: you are you just working with Tully for the cameras or have you guys like are you guys like you know friends backstage?
1: No, we're we're we talk. Uh, we were just texting when I got to the school today.
0: Tully Blanchard texts.
1: Yes, he texts. I'm pretty sure he has tested a thank for that. Tessa probably taught him how to do that and helped him with Instagram and all that kind of other stuff. Uh, but yeah, we had a, we had five a.m. flights last night. We were at the, we had a glass of wine last night at the bar when we got back to the hotel. First time we hung out in San Antonio. We went to his house. We went to the gym together. Went out for a bite to eat. Uh, no, Tully and I have. Um, you know he—he's uh, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I'm not saying that because I, I'm with the guy now, but because uh, growing up, I always saw myself as kind of like a, like an intercontinental champion level type or a television champion type. I always thought that would be the best fit for me. I don't know why. I was just always drawn to that. Maybe because like Mr. Perfect was that guy and okay. rude, and those yeah. kind of guys. Maybe that's probably why. Um, so Tully was a television champion and a hell of a good one. So we got along very well and. You know, I want to know the stories. I want to know what his career was like. I want to know what he was going through, if he went through anything that I've went through, you know, and then to hear his spin on things and, you know, there's a lot of good life lessons to be learned from a man who's lived and done so much. So he's very wise. He's a very good friend. He's a sweetheart of a man but he can still kick some ass if need be. He's still spike pile driving people. I was giggling the first time we had to do that. I'm like, this is really happening. This is really happening. <laughs> I was like, right now, I'm Arn Anderson. I'm, Ar- I'm Arn Anderson. And, like, it's happening, and I'm like, this is wild. But Is yeah, there
0: anything he specifically taught you over these last six months that you now implement into your matches? One thing that's um, pretty important, uh, he's like, you have to
1: learn to work at different levels with different guys. So... You know, you can't sell the same way for, you know, your main event champion that you can for a guy that's, you know, only a few years in or Mm. new to the company. Okay. So, you know what I mean? And I I had to kind of step back and look at a few of my matches. Like, well, I'm selling the same way for everybody. Mm. That was one thing that I was like, wow, okay. I didn't think about that because for a long time I'm not in that – I haven't been in a main event role pretty much ever. So. That eluded me, that thought. So, like, things like that, that makes you sit back and think and look at the broader picture and stuff like that. You're like, okay. And then you start finding different ways to sell for different guys. And, uh, and then you start thinking about, okay, well, when I work with this guy, this is how I'm going to sell what he does like that. And mm. I'm going to sell this like that. And I'm so, so that's mm. the fun. It kind of it, it opens you up to more creativity. And for a long time, that was really suppressed. I had a long, hard time thinking and coming up with stuff. And, but through his kind of teachings and guidance, like, you start going, huh. Maybe I could do that, that, that. So it's been great all around. So, And I, as far as I know, it's going to continue for quite some time.
0: Can he still
1: work a match? He can still. If I, he'll tell you no. But (laughs) I've still seen him throw punches. I've seen him jump off the steps and do spike pile drivers. You know what I mean? Tully could work a match if need be. Yes. I 100% believe He's going to turn on you. He just turned 66.
0: Wow, he looks great for 66.
1: Dude. He does like 500 squats three times a week, free squats. He's a machine.
0: He's going to turn on you. He, he, would, he would never. He's going to turn on you. It'd be the death of him. He's going to turn on you. No,
1: I got a chair. <laughs> he better be able to swing.
0: He probably could swing the chair. I mean, he can do anything. Don't do it, tall. <laughs> Don't do it. Same team. Have you, uh, have you ever, uh, I guess you've met Tessa, right? Yes. Have you been at any shows where she's been working?
1: We were, one of my last independents that I was on recently in Phoenix, she was there. She was on that show, too. So, uh yeah, I think she was working uh, in that show. I think it was like a four-way match. Um We've been on a couple, but not many. Not many. Not many matches together. But she's aware of, you know, I'll say, oh, hey, you know, how's your pops? And she's like, oh, good. And, you know, he's loving what he's doing. He's really happy. And I was like, well, I'm Twice as happy. I got to be twice as happy. And so, like, you know, to hear from her that he's really happy in the role that he's in and he's kind of reinvigorated to, you know, enjoy the business all over again because he only had a 13 year career. Really? Right? I was blown away because it seemed like it was so much bigger. Yeah. But that's the thing. It was so massive a career. He was so on the top level during his era that it just seemed so long because he was at that high level for. That extended period of time, he only had a 13 year career.
0: Who, but, who was it that pitched you the idea that you were going to be with Tully? Oh, Cody. Ah, after you had been signed. It's uh, like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And now he's with Arne Anderson. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Right, guys. So when Cody pitches you this idea, are you like this? Is
1: yeah. Oh, I, it was a no brainer. He was like, hey, what do you think of? And I was like, are you serious? Have you talked to him yet? And he goes, nope. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've ne- I have never met him until we had linked up for the very first time. But no, and that's what I mean. Like, he thinks so far down the road, and it, it's a perfect fitting. And the best part is that we, have, we haven't done anything, really. Have you heard us speak yet? Not really. Have you heard him cut a promo? Other than the interview with JR? No, you haven't heard us do much at all. Huh. There's still a lot to do. We talk about it all the time. We're like, okay, when we get a chance, we're going to say this, 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 and this. Yep, we're going to say this, 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 and this. Like, we got stuff lined up. But if you kind of look at the landscape, there's other pieces being put in play that you can go, huh. Excuse you brought up Arn Anderson, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, if you – I mean, you say you only, you know, want to wrestle two more years. I'm sure you have many more years in you if you want. It's possible. I can still walk up
1: straight. I can still (laughs) – Play, pick up hockey. I can still do all that kind of stuff, which um, People you know. play hockey in Florida? Yeah, you can find a rink. Maitland, Florida, I think there's a rink. We're actually looking into booking one out right now and getting like me and Breeze and Harps and a few wow. people. Yeah.
0: I'll come down for it. Dude, I'd you're love invited. To. Okay.
1: Bring your Canadian skates. I will. We'll, we'll hop on there. I'll bring my,
0: my CCM tax. Fuck.
1: Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Fire a couple. Yeah, I might have to cut that one out, but we'll take a we'll take a couple shots. Let it rip, buddy.
0: Yeah, and then I think I think after you play hockey, you have to drink Molson. I believe that's how it works. Oh, or Labatt. That, those are going to be tough to find around here. Yeah, Very <laughs> tough. You can't find those around Coors.
1: here. Coors. Coors, but it's still, you yeah, know. Yeah, well. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, two years. If I make tw- anything on top of 20 years, is, is gravy.
0: Who do you still need to work that you haven't worked? Hmm
1: kind of hit everybody. That's the thing, like, again, like w- in WWE, I didn't have, like, you know, a, a prominent role. But there was a time where I was mixed up with AJ for an extended period of time. Yeah. I got to work with him. Those are great matches. We had, but even the matches that television didn't see, we had four ways for the U.S. title with, like, Owens and Zayn and, like, in different countries. And, like, they were a blast. Uh, that little bit I got to do with Randy. Like, even we, I worked a live event with Randy for, like, 15 minutes. Like, that learning experience is, like, unreal when you're in there with a guy who is talking to you just like we're talking right now.
0: While you're working the match? Oh, yeah. Wow. He's, and you're
1: sitting there going, oh. And you're saying, hey, man, this is so much fun. This is, like, like, you know, those guys were, two on, like, top of my list now. And, you know, I got to work with Cody again, that which was kind of neat to kind of bring back. Like, after all those years, we come back in a very big capacity in front yeah. of a massive audience on a massive show. Uh, so that was really cool, too. Um I mean, if I really sat down to think about it, there's a. I like to work with the young bucks too. Like, there's just a lot of guys I miss working with the revival. I miss working with Ziegler. You know, there's, but I've got to work with so many good talent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's there's still some guys on the list. Uh, you know, I wrestled guys like Orange Cassidy on live event, or not live events. I'm sorry, like Independence. That you know, if we get a chance to do that in front of the world somewhere, it's just going to be unreal. You know. Uh, there's a few. There's a few. I'm pretty sure you guys can come up with some, some matches that you'd like to see, uh, you know, happen. And I'm pretty sure sooner or later we can do that
0: before my time's up. What a special time to be involved in wrestling. Right? Yeah. For everybody. Yeah. Like, for, from the outside and then, you know, being on the inside like you are.
1: Yeah, but that's the best part of being on the like the inside looking out. I'm like anybody who wants to get into this, and they're like, oh, I'm just not sure if I want to be a wrestler. Okay, well, what do you like about wrestling? Oh, I just like I like the writing, I like the storytelling. I'm like, well, maybe you should think about perhaps being a writer. Yeah, there's a place for everybody. You do ring announcing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Among all the other incredible things, and that's the thing is like you love professional wrestling. I do. You tried. Back in the day, you got in the ring. Yeah. You physically trained for it. Yeah. You've interviewed The Rock. You've interviewed Jennifer Lopez. I've seen yeah. all these massive stars, Hollywood, top-of-the-line legends that are going to live throughout time. You've interviewed these people, yet
0: you still are taking the time to go and ring announce at an independent. And yeah, you know how much I'm making at the independent show tomorrow? Zero dollars. Yeah. But so, I love it. I love it. Also, Joey Ryan's on the show. And I was just excited to be able to work at a show with him. And I'll do an interview with him, so it'll all work out. Right. And it's one of my best friends that runs the company.
1: But how excited are you for it? So excited. How happy are you?
0: Oh, my God. It's amazing. It's just one more thing that you can do. There's a
1: place for everybody in this industry if you love it. If if it makes you happy, there's a place in it. Managing, refereeing, uh, behind the scenes, lighting, setting up a promo set. There's a million things someone can do that I'll be in this industry until I'm done. I won't necessarily be in the ring. I might not necessarily be a producer. I have a school, so I'm already a coach. But I just might be around it. Somehow there will be some place for me because of the, you know, hopefully 20 years experience that I have at the time. It's just because I love what I do. Yeah, this is it for you. This is like pretty much it. There was a time where I was going, maybe I should just get into something else. What what would you possibly get into? Well, that's what my wife asked. She was like, what else would you do? I was like, well, (laughs) I could go back and work at a casino. She was like, no, you couldn't.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. You were a a dealer at one time. Yeah, I made good
1: money, and it was fine. It was my dad's in there, but it's just, she's like, you'd be miserable. Like, yeah, probably. And then there's just nothing else that affords the freedom to just create and have fun. And there's something about getting in the ring with someone you don't really know, putting your life in each other's hands, tearing it up. The crowd loves it. You love it. You come in the back, and now that bond, whatever it is, is stronger because... You both, in some weird way, even though you barely know each other, you trust each other. Yeah. And that is very unique in this world. There's no other business like wrestling. There's nothing like
0: it. Did you work at Fallsview Casino or Casino Niagara? Casino Niagara. Yeah. And the people that live in Niagara, have been in Niagara Falls. Niagara exactly, Falls represent, exactly man. What we're Niagara talking Falls about. represent,
1: <laughs> yes. I worked the midnight shift so I can wrestle. I worked at, started at 4.30 in the morning and worked till 12.30 noon.
0: <laughs> what would you say is the biggest mistake um, that you see when you're training new wrestlers?
1: Um, it's not necessarily a mistake. It's a it's a common it's a common theme. They're, they're very excited. Mm-hmm. They want to go quick. They want to go fast. They want to go um, – It's that's – Excited—that's excitement. They're, they're, I was yeah. the same way. I was sure. 100% the same way. Um, you know, and that could fall in line kind of what's happening today. The business is advancing quick. Yeah. It's getting more high risk. It's getting a lot more faster. And you know, the same thing I tell my students is well, I mean, I wouldn't tell anybody else this unless they ask, but it's, it's very important to slow down every now and then because you know you don't, you don't want it to get to a point where it takes someone getting seriously hurt or worse mm-hmm. for them to go oh. Okay, maybe we need to slow down for a second here. Mm. Um, I'm hoping it doesn't get to that point. But the young kids—they're—they're—they're they're, they're excited. They're ready to get in there. But we want to make sure that the fundamentals are solid before we move forward with anything else. Uh, safety first. That's what we tell people when they come through these doors. We're like, we promise you nothing. You know, Breeze works for that company. I work for this company. We—we um, don't guarantee you're going to get a trial. We don't guarantee you're going to get a contract. We guarantee you just a, a mere few things will teach you how to wrestle, will teach yeah. you how to protect yourself and will teach you how to protect your opponent and that is all. The rest is on you. Yeah. So we offer that and we're kind of at their so when people come here and they leave here, they can send us their matches and we'll critique them still and kind of point them in the right direction if need be, but uh, yeah, basically we're 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 putting all the ownership on them, but we're guiding them in the in the right direction.
0: When would you say for you was when you took that first step? to the next level when you were coming up in the indies? Mm. Was there a certain match or was it, did someone notice you? No, I think it w- Cause you were a name on the Ontario independent scene rather quickly. I got,
1: well, it was who I was associated with too. So it was, you know, Eric Young, it was Derek Wilde. It was Cody Diener. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a guy named the hacker. It was. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. He would hit
0: people with a keyboard. Yeah. He was great. I remember Josh. that. Josh, he was
1: a good, yeah. very good very good friend of mine. Um, I had a match with him. I believe it was called uh, Fighting Spirit Pro Wrestling, which yes. was one of the main promotions in Ontario when I first broke in. And it was hard for me to get on those shows because a lot of top talent in Ontario were working that shows. Like It wasn't like a lot of the new guys worked the first two or three matches, and then the top guys worked the rest. It was top guys from start to finish. So it was really hard to crock, crack that roster. Um, I think once I started becoming a mainstay on there, people started going, okay. And then because I was a mainstay there, other companies started booking me as a higher talent Mm. on their shows. Mm. And then I win titles here and I win titles here. And then I still wouldn't win one in FSPW, but my stock was rising. So in a weird roundabout, small, independent, you know, days of the internet, keyboard forums kind of way, I kind of got my stock up in that regard. Wow!
0: Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing your name floating around there. But it was
1: by association. Like I would work with Eric Young. If you're working with Eric Young, you're a pretty big talent. If you're working with Derek Wilde, you're a pretty big talent. Deaner, yeah. same thing. Jake O'Reilly, you're you're a pretty big talent. Was he
0: Cody Deaner or was he Cody Steele? Still,
1: he was Cody Steele when I first started. Yeah. Uh, for a few years, and then he switched over. But what a what a gem of a talent! What an, what an adapter! He can adapt to any situation, still going strong. That yeah. guy's going to last for another 20 years. Oh,
0: absolutely. No question. You well, hear that? Yeah.
1: What, you, I don't know if the what, camera's picking it up.
0: Maybe. What are they saying?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I hope they're beating the hell out of each other though. <laughs> gotta learn them young.
0: In the day-to-day of being at work, what would you say is the biggest difference between being at AEW now versus when you were at NXT or WWE?
1: Uh, the biggest difference,
0: it's, it's very relaxed. Um, like, for example, I got there yesterday.
1: Uh, it was the very last match of the night, tag match. All right, what do you guys want? Well, you're still looking for a tag partner. This guy's your tag partner tonight. Go out there and have fun with them. That was my direction. Go out there and have fun with them.
0: And who, and who was uh, producing your match?
1: Uh, BJ Whitmer. Oh, he's so, great. And all he said was, that's always said to me. And then he comes <laughs> to me later. He goes, all right, what do you guys got on? What are you guys thinking? I was like, maybe this, this. He goes, okay. <laughs> and then we had like I think twelve minutes and went out there. And the ref's like, oh, you got a few minutes to go. I was like, yeah, you can stop giving me times. I'm going over <laughs> because we're having fun, and yeah. it, you know they can chop up it. And, and it's dark, and, yeah. yeah. And you know what I mean. And but it's it's just, it's very relaxed. Um, a lot of the talent is out by the ring. Like the locker rooms are almost empty during the day. Like people are having fun. They're excited to wrestle. They're excited to. I don't know how it is in WWE or NXT at the moment, but, like, there was a time when I was in still in WWE where a lot of people would stay in the locker room until they had to go out and do their matches because they would try to avoid certain other aspects of the company or other people in the company or whatever like that or, you know, office stuff. Um, and now it's, it's very relaxed. It's very chill. It's very, you know, we're still new. Still a new company. We still need to iron out some kinks and still need to kind of... Um, you know, um, build the company up and other departments and things like that. But everybody's really enjoying themselves and it is a, you know, you have to step up, you have to kind of earn your keep. And that's how wrestling should be. Our roster is very young. Our executive vice presidents are very young and very talented. And they're kind of the, uh, the the measuring stick. Mm -hmm. That's where you kind of, that's the level you want to be at. The Moxley level, the Jericho level. Yeah. So it's good, and it's 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 inspiring for guys like me who are a little older. Yeah. I'm older than most of our younger roster, but they're on the up and up. So I got to keep up, or I'm going to get left behind.
0: So you know, you keep saying you're old, which I don't know why you keep saying that. But you, we should just say you're experienced. I'm. Uh, you, are, you are seasoned. You you might have the most experience in AEW. Well there's Jericho. Well of course. There's
1: Jericho but you're uh,
0: to you're your top five I'd say.
1: If, yeah. If we're not I'm counting probably,
0: like A Arn Anderson or Tully. Yeah,
1: you are talking Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably I'm probably top five. I don't know how I mean, kenny has been going.
0: Or Moxley.
1: I might have a little bit more time on.
0: Moxley. I think you do because you, you know he's a little bit younger than you.
1: But uh, but yeah, yeah. For the part I got I got, I got some depth. Yeah, I got some depth. Depth.
0: I like that. There we go. Yeah, yeah
1: it can be a jack of all. Tra- that's the other cool thing is like I've done commentary there. You know what I mean? I've kind of helped. Uh, yeah. Put together a few matches for other people here and there. Like so, they're pretty much. I'm able to become a jack of all trades while still focusing on the one thing that I want to do, which is wrestling. Great. So. It's, it's challenging. Yeah, and that's. I enjoy that yeah. you know, either I'm going to fall on my face uh, or I'm going to rise to the occasion but at least that's on me that's right. all on me so I can't be faulted for that
0: so if people want to find out more about Flatbacks yeah. uh, where, do, where do they go?
1: Uh, FlatbacksWrestlingSchool.com all right, I'll
0: pin that below too in the, in the comments Boom. so you can check that
1: out you can find us on Twitter at Flatbacks capital T
0: we had the shirt hanging up here but <laughs> right? oh no it's falling oh,
1: that's alright story of my life falling Aww.
0: bump and feed baby
1: and go. then on Instagram, we are, um, oh, what is our flatbacks training?
0: Yeah, Breeze is like, I think uh, it's, uh, I can't remember. Yeah.
1: I'm a social media guy. So if it's bad, it's my fault. It's <laughs> my responsibility.
0: And it's eight weeks of intensive training. Mm-hmm. F- how many times a year?
1: Uh, ooh, we're able to hold, so we do eight weeks, we take a week off, and then we go right back into it. Oh, wow. So we're able to get, I think, probably what's that? <laughs> Two, five? First, six, five five yeah, yeah that's five, five. In. Yeah. I, think, I failed at math at and that. science I was I was terrible
0: oh, yeah I heard you talking on Cole Cabana's podcast yeah. you, to, you applied to go to university and in Canada there's a big distinction between university three and times. college and yeah where'd you apply I applied to Western was my first choice
1: um McMaster University I want to say Windsor okay I want to say those were the main three okay Nope,
0: <laughs> nope. All right. Well, I think it all worked out for you.
1: It worked out. Yeah, it worked out. It worked out pretty big. But that was at the time where they were harping, like a, like I said, in Colts' thing on, uh, you know, education as a backup. Education as a backup. I don't necessarily believe that nowadays. You got to go for what makes you happy. Yeah. And there's always time for school. There is. I also know a lot of people that graduated and got degrees in one thing, and now they're doing something completely different. That's but, most people. So. Yeah, you know why not just spend that time and that money going for what you want?
0: Yeah, there's more great advice from Sean Spears, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen.
1: I got, I got some depth. <laughs> I got some depth.
0: <laughs> Who knew I could talk a little bit? Huh? Right. Uh? I don't
1: get these very often. No. I'm kidding, AEW. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Well, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna mix it up in the ring.
1: Yeah, let's go see what you got.
0: not much anymore. Nice, yeah. I tr- some chops. Ooh. I got some knife edge. Well, so we'll post this video first so that then we can tease to like, oh, when the video of me training drops in a few days, you can see you know, how that all went down. Yeah, it's going to be great. I trained in 2003.
1: Squared circle, right? Squared circle. Yeah,
0: Toronto. I've been, to the, I've been through those doors. 2003 was a long time ago. When was the last time you took a bump? Uh, I went to Gangrel's school. He's in South Florida. Mm-hmm. I did a, a segment there. About a year ago on TV.
1: Oh, you'll be okay. I took,
0: a, actually, I took a bump. I, w- I did some interviews uh, at Impact Wrestling like a few months ago. There and we know. did it in a ring. And I was with Ken Shamrock. I'm like, is it okay? Do you mind if I take a bump before I interview? He's like, sure, man, go ahead. And he's like, yeah, hey, that, that was okay. Yeah, as long as he doesn't have to. Doesn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, out. that was good. Okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. Stuck your chin. Yeah. So it's been a few months since I took a bump. It's been a year since I did anything. And it's been 17 years since I trained uh, well either way man it,
1: things worked out for you I guess so. things worked out for you like well, basically well.
0: you know and, and for people that don't know my story I was going to squared circle in Toronto in the summer between my second and third year of university between my and for you know everyone else that's between the sophomore and junior year and I was going and it was four days a week which is it's a big commitment mm-hmm. and it was Tuesday and Thursday and all day Saturday and Sunday and it was like a half-hour drive from my hometown. And then when I went to school, which was in Waterloo, it's like an hour drive. And four days a week is a ton when you're trying to go to school. Yeah. And I, I just
1: traveled. The miles add up quick.
0: And I had to make a decision. What you know? What was the most important thing right now? Graduating from college or university, or graduating from wrestling school? Because I couldn't do both. Right. Even though, like someone like Cody Dean was doing both at the exact same time, but I. I it was just too much.
1: Was that decision on your own? Was it influenced or was no. it your 100%?
0: I made it on my own.
1: And I can tell right now that you still believe 100% in your heart that you made the right decision. Oh, I do. So yeah, that's a perfect example of following your own path. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah, and I, and I still get to do stuff in the wrestling You're world. You
1: still circled back around. Wow. You still have friends that have schools. You still have buddies that run companies. You, you like, It's funny how things work out if you follow what makes you happy. Things That's will always come your way.
0: That's what it's all about. Thank you, sir. Dude, it's good to do this again. Yeah. Good, good to, to see you guys again. Now I'm going to get him in the ring and kick his ass. Oh, man. What a guy. And what a chat. With Sean Spears, Ty Dillinger, whatever you want to call him. Thank you for checking this out. Thank you for listening all the way until the end. If you're still here with us, uh, take a screenshot. Tag me. Tag Sean Spears. I know he'll be uh, happy to see that. And let us know which part of this interview stood out the most for you. And and yes, I realize that in talking about the veterans in AEW, we left out one of the best, Dustin Rhodes, who is, of course, one of the best in AEW. But with that said, it's amazing to think that Sean Spears has been wrestling at the level that he's been wrestling at for 20-plus years, and he still has... Much more in the tank, both in the ring and then in his ring, in his wrestling school with Tyler Breeze, Flatbacks, where they're training, the people are going to be taking over, you know, in the future. And I did a training session there. I used to train to be a pro wrestler. You might be aware of this. It was many years ago, but when I was in college, it was my dream to be a pro wrestler. Went to wrestling school in Toronto and basically had to decide, was I going to go to wrestling school or was I going to continue going to school school? And university ended up winning out. I ended up finishing my communications degree at Wilfrid Laurier University. Here I am as a broadcaster now, and I get to cover wrestling. So I feel like everything kind of all worked out here. But you can check out my video with the 20 chops that I took Woo! to the chest. That's going to be dropping tomorrow. So if you're listening to this in the future, it's already on YouTube. But you'll be seeing that on my YouTube channel Tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, we're going to live premiere that, so we're all going to be hanging out and watching that and commenting on it as it happens. And if you missed my interview with Tyler Breeze from earlier in the week, it's available now on either my podcast or YouTube channel. You can check that out and see the wisdom that he has to drop. Kobe Bryant said, Everything negative, pressure, challenges, is all an opportunity for me to rise such wise words from kobe bryant so let that sit with you as we head into the weekend have a great weekend and we will see you next week for oh man a plethora of interviews Woo.